0: you know, I think that there, a lot of people go round and round about this uh, feminine masculine energy, you know, that is Uh-oh. something that I, I don't know, I know. Uh,
1: you're going to get me <laughs> kicked off, kicked off YouTube.
0: <laughs> that's something, I mean, so that, that's something that a lot of women, and I used to, I used to have like a lot of bad feelings about that too, because people confuse it with gender roles. They confuse it with like, you know, oh, I have to, you know, being feminine means, you know, acting a certain way or dressing a certain way or being submissive or, you know, people have all these different ideas. But my theory on feminine energy is that, you know, it's really not about stepping into something or putting on a role as it is, you know, stripping down to like whatever the core of your essence is. So if you're a tomboy, that's great. That's, that can be incredibly feminine. You know, how many, how often you hear guys say that they really just like love seeing their girlfriend in like sweatpants and a messy bun or whatever, you know, it's, it's really getting down to the things it, you know, like that core kind of authentic, emotional, and, you know, just whatever's the most like true essence of your being and whatever makes you kind of feel alive. And so that's really how I think about feminine. So I don't know if I really did it justice there, but.
1: No, you, I mean, you explained it well. So do you think feminine, right? Energy. And I think you might've said this, but submissive, they have nothing to do with each other or they have some correlation.
0: Uh, I don't think, it, de- it depends on how you define submissive, but in the sense of how the general, like most people, the assumptions people make, I don't think they do. Because I think that there is something about the differences between how men and women communicate. And there is something about communicating in a certain way that's going to get a response from your partner and build attraction. Um, and that, that may or may not be submissive. Um, but in general, it's more just, you know, a lack of aggression <laughs> than it is submission. I think.
1: Wow. So what is? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> lack of aggression. That's a big one. No, that's yeah. that's that's
0: huge. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like you know, we it, and it's not and and I mean, obviously, like sometimes there are reasons why you may be upset or emotional. I mean, like. You know, it it depends. Like talking about conflict management versus just like, you know, being in your feminine energy is is a little different.
1: Right. No. Okay. So what? What? So everyone thinks submissive is being beneath someone, right? That's Mm -hmm. the general consensus. I don't necessarily think that's being when you being beneath someone, right?
0: Yeah, so I think that, I, in you know, this is something that, you know, I have a lot of opinions about. I've got a whole, yeah. whole section of the program dedicated to, um, you know, the kind of the hardwired differences between men and women. Um, and I can honestly say I used to feel very differently about all this stuff before I really understood a little bit about, you know, like did my homework my research and started studying all this stuff about, you know, everything from like hormones and you know how guys are wired differently and you know just the way that their processing is you know and so when you really come at it from a place of like love and compassion where you know if i want to feel good and like it's like nobody's going around telling me you know i you know shouldn't shouldn't want to feel pretty or shouldn't want to feel desired or shouldn't want to feel You know, happy or sad, or like I, I, you know, I shouldn't cry, or like all these things that we might associate with more feminine behavior. It's like we would get super offended if someone told us not to be that way, right? Right. But then at the same time, you know, if men want to make you feel good, if they want to like, you know, step into that role of like protector, provider, you know, and and get that same kind of chemical response that we get when we're doing something that you know makes us feel really feminine uh all of a sudden we want to shame them and like criticize it
1: what's up guys welcome back to the tates talk Where we talk about relationships, the ins and outs, and everything in between. So today I am by myself and I have a special guest to give us a little bit more knowledge on relationships. Who do I have here with us?
0: Uh, Hi, so my name is Mikkel Trobot. I'm a dating and relationship coach um, out of Washington, D.C., and I've been uh, working in the industry for about two or three years now.
1: Okay. Today's topic is going to be a good one, I think. I think you guys will enjoy this topic. Um, she she's We've talked before, so me and her are not too much of a stranger from each other, but we still are trying to get to know each other a little bit more in, in this realm. Um, so how long have you been doing this, you said? Uh, since 2019.
0: Okay. i doing this work.
1: And you have a program coming up or? Yeah.
0: So I have my uh, Clueless to Connection five-day free course that I'm getting ready to launch on March the 14th through the 18th. Um, And that's gonna be a free course. And then also I have uh, the next cycle of my Love Forward Groups program launching.
1: Oh, wow. And okay, well, you answered that question. So today's subject (laughs) is dating and commitment issues right? <laughs> and we came up, <laughs> we, came up um, we had a, di- a couple of different topics we could cover. Maybe if you guys like her, you know, hit the like button, follow her, um, and we'll bring her back on the show. But I just have a couple of questions about dating, if that's okay. Sure. Um, do you think the dating atmosphere has changed between in the last like 10 years?
0: I think so, yeah. I think it's been, you know, changing kind of like more and more rapidly. Um, yeah. But definitely, I think it changed a lot in the years leading up into up to the pandemic, like with right. people starting, you know, just kind of just difference in dating norms and what was expected, you know. And then um, I think the pandemic has kind of taken that and done it like exponentially kind of turned it on its head. So, yep, I would definitely agree with that.
1: So what's like a more, is is online dating more common now, you think? Uh Uh-oh. She froze on us.
0: Hello. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. hello hey yeah you froze up on me yeah you froze on me too <laughs> i should oh, have a man. good connection i don't
1: know yeah that's okay it, it cut out so it's gonna i'll chop up the video it's fine all
0: um, right sounds good
1: so did you hear my question uh, the um
0: would you
1: up. think uh online dating has became more like more popular now that the pandemic is here or
0: Yes, definitely. I think that it, you know, it's kind of becoming the norm, but then I definitely think that whoever had never online dated in their life probably had, like, if they weren't in a relationship um, and they were single, then almost everybody, I think, did some form of it, you know, at least explored it. um, If not, actually, a lot of people were dating for the first time online.
1: Wow. Yeah, because that, like, well, I'm, I'm not going to say when I was growing up, because I'm not that, I'm only 25, but when I was younger, I feel like online dating wasn't really taken too much, like, it wasn't taken seriously, it was just, like, a joke, almost, like, oh, you online date, now it's come become, like, you almost need to online yeah. date.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do think that there's been a shift, like, because I, not to, like, date myself, but I feel like I was... Uh, online dating before it was cool (laughs) and like back when it was like actually a little taboo um but then it became kind of like oh you know pretty much everybody does it but that may or may not be how you meet your person and then now I feel like you know people are actually especially with the pandemic and I've noticed this with friendships too I think people are just leaning into the idea of really trying to find a match that's really compatible with them um like not have, not being limited to somebody that is close by or, you know, that they know in the community.
1: Right. And I agree with you on that one. Does, do you think, like, does it take away the first time dating? Like, you know, how everyone gets so nervous when they first go on their first date. Does online dating, I know we're kind of saying it's the subject of online dating, but does it kind of, I don't know how to say this, like, get rid of the first time nerves? Or do you think it's always?
0: I feel like like it's a personal thing. I feel like some people are more comfortable being able to like ease into it and like chat with somebody and get to know them. So by the time they like meet up, they're fine. And then I feel like other people that maybe aren't as used to that might, you know, just feel more comfortable with someone being able to meet them like face to face first.
1: Yeah, I, that's that's true. So when one more, I have, well, I have a lot of questions, but so when you're uh, going on your first date or dates in general, are there things that you should do like set boundaries or like what kind of things should you do on your first date or even dating period?
0: Oh, well, I have like a whole section of my program, oh, <laughs> to, you know, how to like, you know, do a better job qualifying your matches and your, your potential first dates so that by the time you get there, you know, you already kind of have a good idea what you're working yeah. with and you know that there's some potential compatibility there. Um, you know, so I think a lot of those conversations should kind of get, taken care of up from if possible but some people prefer just to meet in person like I said you know and and go yeah. from there so, um, you,
1: so maybe it should be you should vet the person before you actually go on the date
0: yeah but not like I think there's a right and a wrong way to do that you know right. and it's about that some people don't know how to you know because some people get very hung up on details rather than just kind of building that rapport with someone um, I don't think you should necessarily feel obligated to go on a date with anybody that you haven't built like a fun, playful kind of rapport with, um, but some people get a little bit caught up in that whole process and forget to do that. So I think that that's really important. Striking that balance.
1: Wow. <laughs> you're like taking questions out of, you're going to, I'm going to run out of space now. You. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, wow. Yeah. You just answered three into one, but that's okay. My next question might get a little deeper than that. Okay. Okay. Now when you're dating someone like, okay, what's dating? Let's get this out. there. What is dating? Is dating talking or is dating? What is dating?
0: That's a really good question. A lot of people have a different way of defining it. Right. And I don't, I don't really think any one definition matters so much as that you're on the same page with the person that you're dating, you know? Um, But I think that, I know, like, for me, you know, we always, like, kind of came up that you would be, I don't know, regardless of how you met somebody, you know, you would go on a few dates and then at some point you would start a relationship. Right, right,
1: right.
0: Some people kind of expedite that process and they start the relationship real quick like maybe you go on that second date and you just like never leave or whatever um but so that's like what I consider dating but then you also say that you're dating someone that you're in a relationship with too so I think there's a lot of confusion around that topic right now
1: right and and that goes also with like when you're dating someone no one wants to really open up themselves right they're always like well we're just dating we're not taking anything serious but then the partner might be taking it serious you know so it's like the communication has to be there like you said
0: might be
1: what i said the communication has to be there because yeah. one person might say oh we're dating the other person might say oh no i thought this was a relationship and it kind of conflicts the dynamic of things it's not
0: well i think like so one of the things that i one one of the things that i usually advise people is to um you know be upfront. and this is very different like almost everything in my program i used to do the opposite of like yeah. I, was, I was like the the worst the absolute worst um and i hated to say that i was like you know looking for anything but i think it's really important to set that tone um, especially for ladies, if you have expectations around a relationship, you need to make that clear in the beginning, or else you're gonna be disappointed.
1: Right, and I think
0: yeah. that, I think that's a big problem because people say they want something different than they want, or they say they want something casual because they don't want to get locked into something. And then if they start to like their date, hello, like that's the whole purpose, right? right? Right. Then all of a sudden they're upset that like that person thinks that they're just looking that they're not looking for a relationship, you know.
1: Yeah. And then it gets turned into a sticky situation.
0: <laughs>
1: someone's going to get hurt in that, in that aspect. It's, but yeah, it, it's, I think the open, the communication should be open in that aspect. Like say what you want and go for it. Right. Why yeah, hide I mean, behind this little a curtain? I mean, people do it because I, I think they get hurt. Right. I think they're hurt a little bit from past and they're like, well, maybe if I try it this way, it might go better, but it's, think you might be setting yourself up a little bit
0: yeah I've I've changed my mind on this you know like I I really think that within the first three dates at the latest like you should really one or the other needs to have some some kind of a conversation about like you know whether or not they're open to things going and I think on my connection with you you know, right yeah too right. early for you to be changing what you want based on a good or a bad first impression you right. know right. So yeah. it, I like to have that conversation like either before you meet up or like within the first two dates ideally
1: right No, I agree because then you because I feel like on the first day or when you first like first two dates you're still not really saying what you want or you might be vetting the person or you might be trying to figure things out so you're like "Ah, i don't know which way so if you say it on the first date you're like i don't really know this person but i just gave him an expect or her right an expectation that i might not even want with this exact person so yeah yeah, that's good actually so how do you how should people act in a uh like the dating scene should they open up all the way should they like how should they act
0: that's a good question, too. Um, so I wrote down like the top three mistakes women make on first dates that they don't know they're making. So like, I think there's definitely some things you shouldn't do. But I think that there's also some things that, and I hate to draw this analogy, but it really is almost like how you would behave on a job interview if you wanted the job. Right, <laughs> you know, is right. like, you you don't have to be, um, except for I think it's, it's somewhere in between because a lot of women forget to be authentic and forget to really like show their personality, you know? And so um, so I think that it's, you know, just kind of bringing your best self to the date, but that's also relaxed and open. And, um, you know, it's kind of, I don't, I don't think you need to be airing any negative stuff on the first couple of dates.
1: So, what were your top three of what you should do? You said you had a top three, or? Something.
0: Yeah. So, um, so we talked. We kind of touched on a, a couple of them. Like, one is, yeah, being afraid to, like, rock the boat or like say what they, what they want and being afraid to have, you know, conversations, um, or stand, you know, in like who they are as a person, um, right up front. Um, another one is, not being themselves. On the first on the first date, a lot of the ladies get kind of too much in their head one way or the other. Some some are just trying to go into the date like you're trying to make a great impression and you know be someone like that you think that person will be attracted like, to. But then yeah. but then you have you that's kind of like projecting a vibe that's kind of fake in a way. Right. And I think
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I think sometimes that, you know, confuses things between people um and then likewise the the other extreme happens too where ladies are like treating it like a job interview where they're like grilling this guy or like you know people want to know like okay well do you want kids you want i gotta this or like what about this you know you don't have to discuss like every point of compatibility like right away just kind of the basics like any deal breakers that you have and like what you're looking for is a good rule of thumb right and the third one is that women attack, well, I don't know about men, I should say, it sounds like I'm putting it all on women. I don't know if guys do this too or not, but um, a lot of ladies make the mistake of, as they're talking to someone, even before the first date, they start to really think about that person as their potential boyfriend. And like, in reality, this is a stranger. This is someone that you've never met in your life and you don't know like what that's gonna really be like once you guys, you know, kind of have a chance to feel it out so um attaching too early and like looking at this the potential of where you think the relationship could go rather than just you know making a connection and relaxing and getting to know somebody
1: yeah that's wow yeah that's why like me and my fiance now when we first met each other we were just ourselves it was no like you know hiding behind a shell and it was yes. just, I came out, I was me, I'm being me the entire time. She thought I was, she thought I was a butt, but I'm like, this is me. I like to goof around. I'm sarcastic yeah. a lot of the times, you know? I mean, look mm-hmm. at her now, right? But she, <laughs> she, she was herself as well. She was laughing, giggling, asking me certain questions. Like you said, it wasn't like a drill. Like she wasn't a drill sergeant or, or like I wasn't in an interview. Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want this? It was just like a casual conversation. I mean eventually we got to that point but it wasn't the first time we met or the first date she wasn't doing that so I
0: agree some some again like I don't I don't know if I imagine this is probably the same for men too but some women um struggle where like they you know they put a lot more effort in the more they think that they like the guy you know and then they wind up having like you know Better results with someone that they they really weren't putting any effort in because they weren't trying to impress them or whatever, right. you know. Yeah, so I think it's easier
1: point. to just you know be yourself because, like you said, it comes off as fake. It might be like a shy thing, right? But it just comes off as like non-natural. And it's, when you actually open up to becoming yourself, then the person's looking at you like, who who is this? You know, like you've never done this before. Because you're becoming comfortable, so I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. Next question. <laughs>
0: yeah. And another wanna... thing that you know people talk about a lot is you know I think that there a lot of people go round and round about this uh, feminine masculine energy. You know that is something that I I know I know.
1: You're gonna get me kick off, kicked off YouTube. <laughs>
0: That's something, I mean, so that that's something that a lot of women, and I used to, I used to have like a lot of bad feelings about that too, because people confuse it with gender roles. They confuse it with like, you know, oh, I have to, you know, being feminine means, you know, acting a certain way or dressing a certain way or being submissive or, you know, people have all these different ideas, but my theory on feminine energy is that, you know, it's really not about stepping into something or putting on a role as it is you know stripping down to like whatever the core of your essence is so if you're a tomboy that's great that's that can be incredibly feminine you know how many how often do you hear guys say that they really just like love seeing their girlfriend in like sweatpants and a messy bun or whatever you know it's it's really getting down to the things it you know like that core kind of authentic emotional and you know just whatever is the most like true essence of your being and whatever makes you kind of feel alive and so that's really how I think about feminine so I don't know if I really did it justice there but
1: no you you, I mean you explained it well so do you think feminine right energy and I think you might have said this but submissive they have nothing to do with each other or they have some correlation
0: uh I don't think it it depends on how you define submissive, but in the sense of how the general, like most people, the assumptions people make, I don't think they do. Because I think that there is something about the differences between how men and women communicate. And there is something about communicating in a certain way that's going to get a response from your partner and build attraction. um, And that that may or may not be submissive um but in general it's more just you know a lack of aggression <laughs> than it is submission I think
1: wow so what is wow yeah <laughs> lack of aggression that's a big one no that's yeah. that's that's huge
0: <laughs> I mean, seriously like you know we it and it's not and and I mean obviously like sometimes there are reasons why you may be upset or emotional i mean like you know it it depends like talking about conflict management versus just like you know being in your feminine energy is is a little different
1: right no okay so what what, so everyone thinks submissive is being beneath someone right that's Mm -hmm. the general consensus i don't necessarily think that's being when you being beneath someone right
0: yeah so i think that in you know this is something that you know i have a lot of opinions about i've got a whole whole section of the program dedicated to um you know the kind of the hardwired differences between men and women um and i can honestly say i used to feel very differently about all this stuff before i really understood a little bit about you know like did my homework my research and started studying all this stuff about you know everything from like hormones and you know how guys are wired differently and you know just the way that their processing is you know and so when you really come at it from a place of like love and compassion where you know if I want to feel good and like it's like nobody's going around telling me you know I you know shouldn't shouldn't want to feel pretty or shouldn't want to feel desired or shouldn't want to feel You know, happy or sad, or like I, I, you know, I shouldn't cry, or like all these things that we might associate with more feminine behavior. It's like we would get super offended if someone told us not to be that way, right? Right. But then at the same time, you know, if men want to make you feel good, if they want to like, you know, step into that role of like protector, provider, you know, and and get that same kind of chemical response that we get when we're doing something that, you know, makes us feel really feminine, uh, all of a sudden we want to shame them and like criticize it, you know? And so I think once you start looking at it from not a place of like trying to restrict anything that I'm doing, but creating room for your partner to give to you in a way that makes them feel good, right? then all of a sudden, you start to view masculine energy very very differently yeah. it's not machismo it's not yeah. like you know it's not just being macho or like bigotry yeah. or anything like that
1: right wow no you explained that very well actually wow yeah i mean you explained it better than what i've i've said in the past but i think it's people take it to the extreme like oh me submitting or being submissive is him not, he t- him telling me not to wear a certain items, and certain like, things like that. I'm like, why do we have to go to the extreme? Let's talk about like the general aspect of things. It doesn't have to be like, he told me not to do this. And now, cause you know what I'm saying? So they need to go listen to your class. They need to, <laughs> everyone go sign up right five now. Days first.
0: <laughs> we're going to we're going to touch on all this stuff. And I, I dedicate a whole section of my program to, you know, the differences between like men and women and how just simple tricks and and behaviors and, you know, things that you can do. But I think that what's unique about my program is I actually put it in context. A lot of people spit out all this advice and they don't really give you the reasoning behind it or examples from your life that help to like really pin and anchor the information down so that you can um, step into it and start embodying it and And making change in your life
1: okay i have a couple more questions i don't want to hold you up too long
0: (laughs) fine go for it
1: so why do you think people have i'm gonna switch switch um subjects here kind of why do you think people have commitment issues like why is that such a big thing right now i feel like now committing is such like i don't know it's very hard right now to do for people do you think it's trend. social media or?
0: Um, I don't know. I think, it, I think it depends on who you talk to. You know, I don't want to like make too big of a deal out of like the differences between generations and how they've experienced it. But, you know, I think someone who has commitment issues in their forties versus someone who has commitment issues in their twenties, they might have different reasons for that,
1: you know? Right, right.
0: Um, but in terms of like, just the, in terms of trends, and like the dating trend to be more towards uh, less committed relationships. Um, I think that has to do with some of these kind of, like we have like what I would call confusion for lack of a better word, you know, where there's a whole lot of miscommunication between men and women across the board and that's become the norm, you know? And so when you're operating under, you know, kind of a little bit of a, a broken dynamic where the best you can do is kind of you know get along but that commitment and that intention like you're not really seeing the benefits of it
1: right yeah um,
0: you know then it, I think that that's started to kind of trickle in and then a lot of people have theories about like FOMO you know if you're missing out and the idea that like with online dating like if you have an endless number of options then you're gonna start all of a sudden, you know, ruling people out for like silly reasons that may or may not have to do with like compatibility. Right. Stuff like
1: that. Yeah. The endless option thing is just like, man, I don't understand it. Cause don't you want someone to completely get to know you? Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's, if you're talking to this person, this person, this person it's like, how are you putting that much energy into all these people? Like you're never going to find the person if you're just, everyone gets to because you can't put 100% in all those people. That's impossible. So, well,
0: yeah. I mean, there, you might be, there's, I think that for any given person, you know, there's tons of people out there that you could be compatible with and be happy. Right. I don't think there's one person in the world, you know? And so, like, you can try and find all of them if you want, but, like, <laughs> you're not going to, like, by the time you find the second one, the first one's going to be gone. So, like, right. W- you know? What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I tend, I tend to look at it and, And kind of coach ladies that, you know, if you think about like relationships as a skill and, and, you know, you figure out like how you are performing in that, in that area. And if you are accomplishing the things that you're wanting to get back um, and then just kind of focus on the process rather than product and like riding a bike, you're going to fall down, you're going to scrape your knee. You know, that's yeah. just that's the say Like relationships are gonna fail. You're gonna wipe out. You're gonna get your heart broken. Like it is what it is. This but God after Island, yeah. each, each time you do that, like you'll get a little bit better at figuring out what not to do. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, that was all. That was my last question.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to know that.
1: Um. Thank you guys for listening, watching. All of her information will be in the description below. Um, her links to everything the class uh, I think you're going to send me the class information too as well correct
0: yeah I'll I'll give you a link to the the class and the registration portal Um, you know I've also got a group on Facebook called passion projects and um, you can follow me on Instagram too passion forward coaching
1: okay everything will be in the description below go give her a follow sign up for the class she's very knowledgeable as you guys can see she has a lot of knowledge some of you guys might need to listen. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. But thank, thank you guys you for guys. watching. Thank
0: you for having me on.
1: Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thank you so much. We'll talk again. We'll bring her on next time. We'll we'll talk about something else. We'll we'll figure something out. But I love, I enjoyed uh having you on and everything. So awesome. Thank you.